So, um, of course, I did try and give a background story for the blog for the essay. So I said in January this year, January 2021, I started a newsletter on Substack. And so if you have not subscribed, if you have not read the essay, please, the link is here. Click the link, read the essay, follow the link in the essay and subscribe to my newsletter on Substack. So I started <clears throat> the newsletter in January and um, with the intention of creating value. So I had been writing for a while and it seemed like I had nothing in my writing to offer. So I was just looking for an avenue, a means to um, craft my writing in such a way that I can deliver something useful for people. And I will tell you, it has really helped me a lot. It has really helped my writing. It has helped my, it has helped humanize my writing. Yes, it has given me that personal touch to it. I'm not as detached from my writing as I used to be. So thank you, Substack. Thank you for the newsletter. Thank you to everyone who has subscribed. Thank you for loving my work one way or the other, even if you don't love it. So so when i started the newsletter i gave it a tagline you know they'll ask you for all the details what you want what you want your newsletter to be i opened it on the spot and i filled in the details and my tagline was summarizing this statement busy minds getting the best of critical thinking so my reason for doing that was very simple um because i was observing what was happening in the world you know, it was Corona period. Corona was still, the pandemic, COVID-19 was still rampant. And the whole lockdown period around the world, a lot happened, a lot of events. Um, COVID-19 happening, opened the door to, you know, an unhealthy political polarization. Uh, when, it com- when it comes to COVID-19 policies, enforced mask use, lockdowns, sanitizer craze, so many things were happening in june may june george floyd happened and there were massive massive protests and in nigeria october we had this mad protest the nsas protest and october 20 we had a heartbreaking situation where the nigerian government unleashed the army on unarmed protesters unarmed civilians and shot them to death but that is not why we're here i'm just trying to reminisce on the events that happened during that period so um but i looked at everything and i think what really what really triggered my mind to you know go along with the topic getting the best of critical thinking was the january 6th u.s capitol event so yeah the polarization was massive and I was like, if the left and the right, are, everybody believes they are right. The left thinks they are right. The right thinks they are right. In Nigeria, maybe the government thinks they are right. The, the people think the, gov- the government, people think the government is wrong. So everybody cannot be right. There has to be a truth. There has to be the thing that, which is correct. So here we are faced with the danger of. Um, 
information overload and let me warn you when you're exposed to too much information it sedates you in a way it 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 kills it kills your receptors and capacities to think well because things like confirmation bias and other factors will fly around so information overload can sometimes be a danger to the mind so i was offering what i call a vaccine and the vaccine was critical thinking and that was what my blog was about so who is right who is wrong what is the truth and i said the way to find out is critical thinking i was going to help people get through on critical thinking use my journey use tips that i have that have worked for me to help them so in summary i was offering the value of discernment how to find the truth i missed an overload of information yes i wrote on my medium against the illusion of truth i think it was a six part series or six parts of six part article yeah so i started in full full jail dropping insights concepts worked for me and i thought hmm this should attract the whole world to learn and i'm glad to inform you that i was wrong the whole world did not come to learn the whole world did not care about critical thinking well my sister cared of course she's my sister she didn't care well well have a bone to pick but she cared thank you so when i realized that the whole world was not coming to learn and drink of the fountain of critical thinking i began to think i began to recalibrate the frustration was strong what was i doing wrong so i started asking questions like that do i even know what critical thinking is am i insulting the intelligence of my potential readers was my concept too boring was it just ineffective should i just shut down should I just shut up? Was I an was I proud, arrogant dude who could just think that he could just, you know, throw his way of thinking upon the world? So I thought a lot of things about myself, about what I was doing. I was frustrated. It was a hard time, really. It was. So but I looked carefully and then I realized what I had missed. So I was wrong. I missed something very vital so what i missed was very simple it was clear as daylight and if only i examined my own journey i would have seen it i would have seen what i missed if i sat down and examined how i came upon my realization that okay it's time to do critical thinking and here's what i missed you cannot teach critical thinking yes that is what i missed what i was trying to teach is something that cannot be taught if you teach critical thinking then you are not teaching critical thinking it seems odd weird strange but it's the truth and i will explain so i'm a twitter person yeah i like staying on twitter a lot it's the it's one of the best places where you can see people shout at each other and argue back and forth where everyone thinks they are right including me i love twitter so i see something on twitter a lot you know someone comes up with an opinion an observation an argument people in the comment section are saying well critical thinking should be taught in schools i thought it was cool and noble but in my experience 
maybe maybe the only maybe the worst thing the the, the statement any st- there are few statements that sound worse than critical thinking should be taught in schools in practice like if it's not listen get me get, get, I, I need you to get me correctly there are some ideas that when you state them they, they, are, they, are, they are nice to hear they tingle your mind you feel like it has to be correct but put them in practice and it just collapses horribly and takes the world down with them so not all ideas are good because they sound good an idea is good because it is good in practice not in thoughts not in intentions good in practice so what do i mean that you cannot teach critical thinking in schools if you teach critical thinking then you're not teaching critical thinking so now when you you can teach the benefits of engaging critical thinking you can tell people why they should do critical thinking you can tell people what engaging critical thinking will do for them you can teach some of the pathways of critical thinking things like you know things in philosophy logic logical fallacies you can teach and read as many mental models as you want but you cannot teach critical thinking and there's a reason why so let's let's address something else when people hear critical thinking they imagine some sophisticated abstract theorization process that philosophers and intellectuals do so if you critically look at it we tend to look at our society as well the common man and the scholastic intellectual people who just sit above um, question marks oozing out of their heads and they're just devising equations and whatnot on how to make the human condition better so when people hear critical thinking it is not something that they attribute to the common man it is like it's a subset of people special people who are doing it because they either have the time the luxury the privilege to be able to do critical thinking but i see otherwise it is not some sophisticated abstract process that requires you to have a phd or four phds to practice now here's if you get this next line i'm about to say then you've gotten the whole point of this podcast is that nothing pushes people to seek critical thinking like situational conditioning simple as abc um so i like i said i started i went for critical thinking as an antidote to information overload so that was my reason i went looking and that is what makes critical thinking critical thinking the individual has to go looking not by the orders of a teacher not by the orders of a book there has to be something happening in their lives something that they can observe something that they can see something that probably fractures their personality that fractures their minds that troubles them that keeps them on edge that they realize that okay critical thinking is the way to go so you cannot teach critical thinking you cannot separate critical thinking as a lifestyle or a process without depersonalized the need to do it it is impossible it is what directs the path of the critical thinker why are you doing critical thinking until one finds a reason to he doesn't have to 
is the simple truth to critical thinking. The strongest motivation for seeking out critical thinking is an urgent need. I see something, I want to fix it. I think the only thing that can serve me is critical thinking. Hence, I go. So for most people, extensive thinking and discernment is not a need. And this is where it gets interesting. Without uh, a pressing need, there is nothing forcing people to do critical thinking. So most people in the world have priorities. They want to make money, take care of their kids, um, you know, just live a normal life, nothing too hard, nothing too stressful. One of the hardest things to do in this life is think to, you know, positively, constructively, analytically think. So, if you don't have a need or interest for exploring labyrinths of thought and knowledge, critical thinking for someone who wants to make money, maybe yeah, maybe they are desperate, really, really desperate to make money. I don't know if they will have the time to, you know, just sit down and start doing some woo-woo critical thinking process. It's not exactly a privilege. But the only people who do it are the people who need or who want to do it. They have found a reason to. So if 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 it does not appear on your budget, if it does not appear on your agenda, well, you really you cannot be forced to do it. So I know a lot of kids, a lot of people, my mates who hate mathematics, calculus, further mathematics, because well, they keep asking themselves, of what use is trigonometry? in my daily life how will trigonometry help me get money how will calculus differential equations how will those help me get money how will geometry how will drawing shapes and logarithms help me make money so you see to them it's always about money it's always about it turning into currency and it is the same direct approach with critical thinking for most people if it is not making them money they don't want yep they don't want so if you were to put kids in your class apathetic kids apathetic kids in your class with the intent of feeding them critical thinking lessons you will raise resentful people who have the same anger for critical thinking as they do for calculus so you have people who already hate calculus please don't make them hate critical thinking by forcing them to do critical thinking you can't force people to think i'm sorry that's what I got wrong. So this podcast is an admission of my guilt. You can't force people to think. They want to think. Okay, then go ahead and think. So the word primes productivity, efficiency, and money as the priority. Money is the measure. Money is a need. It is the target. So for most people, critical thinking is not a need when it comes to making money. Yeah, it's not a need. It's not a need to make money when all you have to do is say punch some numbers, enter some data, and you get paid at the end of the month. Yeah, for most jobs, if you can just take instructions well enough from the man at the top or from a book, well, you can get by on your salary. So if critical thinking is not helping you make money, there's no reason to force yourself to do it unless you find another reason. So on realizing this, I knew I was selling the wrong thing to the wrong people. I was offering mental value to people whose priority was material need. No offense, I was in the wrong business. So I decided to do the right thing in my perspective, which is to restructure. And so I came upon my new tagline, 
busy minds pursuing your curiosity i now instead write for people who are curious who have questions they want to answer i now write for people who enjoy going after knowledge not because he wants to make their money or not because they they are going to make money with it but because they just love the thrill of knowing stuff and they would like to take the first hand approach by themselves they don't just want to be fed by some guru some gurus on what to think and what to know they want to go in search of the answers so there are a subset of people who see knowledge as a priority and not in the slightest way because they want to make money with it these are people obsessed with knowing and following the question wherever it leads these are the people i started looking for and writing for now with me it is all about interest and curiosity are you interested in a topic do you want to explore that topic i write to explore a topic i write to explore ideas so if you want to do that well you're welcome to busy minds newsletter so i ask you these questions you these questions if you're listening to this podcast listen to this question if money were not a problem what would you spend your life doing if teaching was that it was all you had to do in this life to teach any subject at your liberty not limited to the academic curriculum anything at all what would you teach about so if you can answer both questions you should take your time to and you are willing to pursue that topic of interest and curiosity then maybe i can help in my own way it is not much but it is honest work i like that meme so here's my favorite part of the essay i said i have quit trying to change the world i am keen instead on answering the questions my heart asks and developing a holistic method of looking at the world i want an aerial view of knowledge where everything is clear in sight and an angle where all i have is inner peace i have quit trying to change the world i am not exactly relinquishing on my great ambitions i'm just doing it on the scale of an individual helping the next individual and helping the next individual if that means changing the world i'm okay with it but my priority is asking the necessary questions asking the questions my heart is asking i believe if i can answer those questions changing the world will not be a problem i just need the damn questions answered you have a question on your mind you don't know how to explore knowledge you don't know how to learn you don't know how to um ignore the knowledge you got from your degree and just pursue knowledge as a hobby well subscribe to my newsletter link send me an email just get in contact with me till we talk again so you're yeah, welcome once again to busy mind podcast where we um discuss the human experience and have amazing discoveries like i believe you just discovered something amazing right now that we cannot teach critical thinking so till we meet again i have things coming up in the work i'm going to write on holism i'm going to write on or i am writing on less self-help more philosophy once again i am busy minds podcast thank you for listening i'll talk to you next time and october 10th is world mental health day take care of yourself see you again bye bye